Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions. It is June 15th. How are we halfway through the year already? I do not know. But this is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, you and I have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow together. Well, this morning we have quite a chunk here. We have Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 through 29. So let's go ahead and get some coffee, get a drink, and get into God's Word. Go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit would illumine our minds, that your Holy Spirit would open our ears, that you would give us a ready mind to learn and ears to hear and heart to feel. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 7. Here we go. And he called the twelve to himself and began to send them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them to take nothing for the journey except a staff, no no bag, no bread, no copper in their money belts, but to wear sandals and to not put on two tunics. Also, he said to them, in whatever place you enter a house, stay there until you depart from that place. And whoever will not receive you nor hear you when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as a testimony against them. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more sodable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. So they went out and preached that the people should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. And then the next portion. Now King Herod heard of him for his name had been well known. And he said, John the Baptist was risen from the dead, and therefore these powers are at work in him. Others said, it is Elijah. And others said, it is the prophet, or like one of the, old, one of the prophets. But when Herod heard, he said, this is John, whom I beheaded. He has been raised from the dead. For Herod himself had sent and laid hold of John, and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. Because John had said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Therefore Herodias held it against him and wanted to kill him, but she could not. For Herod feared John knowing that he was a just and holy man, and he protected him. And when he had heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. Then an opportune day came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a feast for his nobles, the high officers, and the chief men of Galilee. And when Herodias' daughter herself came in and danced and pleased Herod and those who sat with him, the king said to the girl, Ask whatever you want, and I will give it to you. He also swore to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you up to half my kingdom. So she went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask? And she said, The head of John the Baptist. Immediately she came in with haste to the king and saying, and asked, saying, I want to, you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. 
And the king was exceedingly sorry. Yet because of the oaths, and because of those who sat with him, he did not want to refuse her. Immediately the king sent sent an executioner and commanded his head to be brought. And he went and beheaded him in prison. Brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl. And the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard of it, they came and took away his corpse and laid it in a tomb. Well, that's quite a bit and quite heavy to work through this morning. we got a lot of ground to cover and not much time to walk through it. So why don't we go ahead and ask ourselves this first section, verses 7, let's see, where does that go down to? 7 through 13. What is this section about? Well, this is Jesus' first commissioning of his apostles, his sending out of the disciples, right? He sends them out to go preach repentance. They'll go preach of the kingdom of heaven, and as they go, they're not supposed to take anything in their food bags. They're not supposed to take any money. They're not supposed to take a staff. They're just supposed to have the clothes on their back and the message on their lips. So as they're going out, Jesus warns them that not everybody is going to listen to them. Actually, people are going to turn their ears away from them. And what does Jesus say? Shake the dust off from beneath your feet, for it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for them. And so they go out, and they do, and they preach the gospel, and they anoint people with oil, and people are healed. So we have, we have that story to start off with. So what is this about? In the margin of my Bible, I would probably write something like, uh, the, uh, the disciples are sent to preach the good news. The disciples are sent to preach. Now, somebody who's sent, that's the heart of the word apostle. So uh, that, that's why I'm saying I think Jesus is, is starting to make them not just disciples, not just followers, but apostles, sent ones. Now, what is the best verse that you would underline in this section? Well, in mine, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highlight verses 12 and 13. I think those are the best verses that summarize this section, right? They, they actually do these things that people should repent, and they cast out many demons and uh, anoint, anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. So I think that's what the best verse of this is. Let's go ahead and get down into that next section, verses 14 through 29, and let's just remember what this was talking about real fast. What is this about? Well, we can say this is about Herod beheading John the Baptist. Or we can say another prophet, John the Baptist, is martyred. How would you write that about sentence? I think you followed along with the story. Right? Do you remember Herod? Herod actually, you know, it, it said somewhere in there that, you know, Herod had a certain amount of respect for John. And the people had a great respect John. They held him as one of the prophets, even one of the prophets of old. But Herod's wife, Herodias, has a problem against John the Baptist. See, when, when when a man of God preaches repentance, not everybody in the world's going to like it. Some people will like it and put up with it, but that doesn't mean that they're actually going to follow through with it. We find Herodias with her hard heart upset with John, so 
furious with him, so upset with him, so bitter against the, the law of God that what does she have her daughter do? She has her daughter go and want the head of her adversary, John the Baptist, this prophet of God. And we find this, this man who's supposed to be one of the leaders of the Jewish nation. We find what is Herod doing? Um, he's kowtowing to his wife. He's kowtowing to the pressure of the nobles who are there. They all heard him make this vow that he would give his daughter up to half the kingdom. Now, we could go more into the story if we wanted to, but what is really at the heart of this? Yes, it's, it's Herod martyring John the Baptist, but I think it's also giving us insight to kind of the, the different hearts of people. Right? This, is, this is like real life played out that we have Herod's wife, and she's like that seed that is thrown upon the ground. It doesn't even have time to take root. Satan comes in and just snatches it right out. And then you have Herod, who the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth, he's gone. Just gone. And then we see the sorrow, right? It's this gory and sorrowful story. Well, then what do we see? We see John the disciples, or John the Baptist's disciples going and recovering his corpse and burying him. What would you underline in your Bible? This is a hard section. What would you underline in your Bible as the best verse? What would you highlight in your Bible as the best verse to summarize this section? Well, in my Bible... In my Bible, um, I don't know what I would underline. Let me think here. Hmm. I'm going to underline verse 26. And the king was exceedingly sorry. Yet because of the oaths and because of those who sat with him, he did not want to refuse her. I know, I know that that's not really like what the storyline is, but I think that gets at the heart of what's going on here. Herod didn't understand the kingdom. Herod didn't understand who John was. Herod didn't understand who Jesus was. Herod didn't understand judgment. And this is a hard thing. And so what are we called to do in response to these two passages? Well, for some of you... When you go, when you tell people of the love of Jesus Christ and of their need to repent from sin, they're not going to listen to you. Some might even be in the crowd of, of people who might mock you, even amongst your family members. And some might feel sorry for you, but not actually care for you. I just want to warn you that it's not always easy to be a Christian. So what are we called to do? We're, we're still called to go and to share that good news. We're still called to go and to pronounce the truth. But what does Jesus say? Blessed are you when they persecute you and they mock you. Right? We're not greater than our Savior. If they hated Jesus, we should be ready for them to hate us also. Let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you so much 
for giving us the truth. We thank you that you did not hide the realities of this life and how hard it would be to live out our lives as lights, not hidden under a basket, not put underneath a bed. Lord, we pray that you indeed would somehow use us, Lord, to shed light into this world, into this dark world. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may God bless you today. And may you walk in the light of his love. Bye.